What's up, all you stars and studs? It's the 10th wonder of the world, Jake Smith. Insert cheesy tagline here. My name's Joey Mayberry. <laughs> Joey, guess what? What? Did you know this is our 150th episode? Is it really? Yeah. I was looking at like the little counter thing and I was like, no fucking way. That's what. Okay. So, um, cheers. Trashy bottle of wine, Joey. Woo! Yes. Did it. We did it. Oh my God. So much hoarse voice. So many. Remember, like, when we would be sick all the time? Working from home has done wonders for me in that regard. So... <laughs> but it is. Oh my God. So good. Off. Yeah. Did I jinx you? I know. I've been feeling a little bit like, man, the last. Nah. Like, I got well, it. It's just like. So every winter season-ish in Chicago, I have like a week or two where it's just like I have to chug Mucinex like my life depends on it. And it's just a reoccurring thing. It's what happens. Well, I love it. Let's keep embracing that. How did, how um, is everything going? Oh, everything's going great. We're at 150 <laughs> episodes. Um, yeah, I know. Uh, yes, I'm going to Dallas tomorrow. Um, I love Dallas. Does Jacqueline still live there? I <laughs> go look for her. No, no. If you find her, just please walk up and be like, "That's my outfit." That's all <laughs> I want you to do. Well, my goal is to get a cowboy hat. Like I have a few, but like I want a black one and chaps. So you don't wait. You don't own chaps? No, I don't. Can you believe? I cannot believe well, Jonathan Van Ass. <laughs> we are doing armadillo racing while we're down there so um it's like i was filled in and i can't wait to get a picture with an armadillo one okay. um, you don't think it's fun have you never seen an armadillo before yeah they're kind of cute i do not think so oh I they're like cute. all over florida i've seen so many oh, armadillos i don't I quite like cute. them see i live in a city we don't have those here I like mean, we, they, we have rats we got the rats here in Chicago. We have the Chicago rat hole. Um, but yeah, down in Florida, I would see armadillos regularly. So like not oh the biggest God. thing. Oh, oh, update for some of you guys from a podcast episode like months ago. Finally had my doctor's appointment with the doctor who um, hit on me from behind. <laughs> I was like, you have a great ass. Um, no one brought it up. It was clean bill of health, but it was awkward. So oh. he's like, so what's new? I'm like, uh, nothing. <laughs> I don't do squats. <laughs> nothing at all. Anyway, am I healthy? Can I go? Great. <laughs> so, so that was fun. Um, oh my god. But yeah, no, but guys, this is not the health check-in podcast. This is the golden era podcast. Yes, where we talk about everything from the deepest division from 2001 on. Mm -hmm. I don't get to say that normally. So I'm you very don't. Excited to say it. Yay. 150, switching it up. Um, I know. We're versatile. <laughs> uh, this week, guys, we're talking about the week of May 17th, 2004 in the women's division. And such a good week. Such a good week. We are kicking things off with like what should be a main event. Um, Lita and honestly, Tristratus. Honestly, I loved this. Can I tell you what I really loved about all of this? Yes. So um, I loved Lita coming out and I loved all that stuff. But when Trish walked out, so literally last night, I had went through um, YouTube and was just watching like all the SmackDown versus Raw diva entrances from, and I mean like all of them, like every single SmackDown versus Raw. And 
I got to like heal Trish era and she did the thing that she did in the video game, which is just like me walk down the ramp and then go. I do. I do love that. I wonder if they motion capped that for this entrance. They might have. They could have. You know, my favorite thing though is like, I want to say it was SmackDown versus Raw 2006, where Lita was in her rated R gear, but she was still doing her face taunts to yes! like run the ring. Wait, and in that top, that's risky. It was well, she had like a conservative top on for that one. It was like the one where it was kind of it was a normal like sports bra, and then like the bottom had like the holes cut out, like the lines. Hold on, let me look. Yeah, because uh, I. Oh, I'm thinking of her 2007 outfit. Yeah, with the big long. With, because with when she had the JWoww top on. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. I remember this outfit now from 2006. Yeah. Yeah. I love that one because, like, my favorite thing is her coming out and doing, like, her face taunts in the game. But the yes. Boo. Oh, you're right. In 2007, she did have her heel entrance because she had, like, the hand on the hip. Yeah, and the, like, fancy yeah. arm gauntlet. Yes. Oh my god, these pants with the little V. Oh my god. Oh, the women were like so skanky in SmackDown versus Raw 2007. I love it. They really were. Oh my god, SmackDown versus Raw, I think it was 2005. Uh-huh. Is I think that was it. They were they were skanky in that one. Like Tori, was that the one with Troy Diabani? No, that was 2006, I believe. What was it? Hold on, wait, let me look. SmackDown vs. Raw 2005 was... And they were in a horrible outfits. Like, Tori Wilson's outfit is gaudy. Is that the one with, like, the holes in it? It's, like, the one where she's got, like, a mesh top over, like, a top. Yes, yes. Okay, oh, well, th of course they were skanky. This was the year they had brawn panties matches in the game. I know, but this was... those. None of their outfits matched. Oh they my were God. I would have to read them down like I did everyone at Chicago Style Wrestling. Oh, Go watch yeah. that. Film. This was the things with the cutscene with like um where like Tori Wilson drags you into the shower, like yeah. in her bra and he's like and the commercial was like Tori and Stacy being like raw divas, smackdown, raw, smackdown. And then the, like the waiter's like, girls, take your clothes off or something. And they're like, Yeah, yeah. That's Don't you think you're a little too clothed for that? I remember. Yeah, that. that's what it was. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know who was clothed for this match? Trish and Lita. And they, yes, were, they were serving gears. Lita <laughs> wearing those little pink caprizi for pants we love. Um, I do love those pants. I feel like this is actually what they both wore last time they wrestled each other in the Battle Royal. Like, because I know Lita wore these pants for the Battle Royal. And maybe Trish was just trying out cargo pants. And this. <laughs> Like <laughs> she was at least she didn't have her brakes and little shoes on, which I'm yeah. grateful for. <laughs> also, the but, amount of people that were so excited that I called Trish Stratus brakes and in that one episode, thank y'all, appreciate <laughs> you. But this was this was actually like kind of a fun little match. I feel like um, oh, I enjoyed it. Such a fun match. Yeah, I really liked it. And you know what was? I think I liked it so much because the crowd was so invested in it and invested in Lita, really, um, which was awesome. It's so awesome. And I know we say it, and we say it over and over and over. What was WWE thinking during all of Lita's comeback run? All yeah. of it. 
Oh my god. No, seriously, like all like the what pops she was getting this whole match. I would have watched this in the back and been like, oh, let's change course from what we're about to do with her. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like what? And it's just but what I also really liked about this match too is like we definitely saw some of Trisha's like newer heel repertoire, which was like, I think really fun. Um, some of the moves she was working in, like I loved like when she was like kicking Lita on the ground and the ribs and stuff like that. I thought that was great. I really love that chokehold in the corner move. If you weren't going to bring it up, I was bringing it up. I love the corner. So good. I I love it. I, I was like, this is such like a great like heel move because like, it looks like you could die. It does. It's so wonderful. I love how people flail when they take it. Yeah. Oh, I just love strangling. I got to do that kind of this weekend. I was at Image Inc. Pro Wrestling. Oh, good. I was going to ask if you were in the ring. Yeah. Oh, I was in the ring. (laughs) What if I wasn't in the ring? Um, But literally someone gave me the Stacey Keebler foot choke because I did it to them. And, like, I got to, like, throw my feet in the air and, like, ah! And I was so excited. I was like, oh, I get to sell this. So much fun. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I fucking love it. Um, but it was great. And Lita looked, honestly, the best I feel like she's looked in a while in the ring. I enjoyed this a lot more than her stuff with Victoria. So much more. I don't think that Victoria and Lita gel. I think Lita's got one of those wrestling personality. and re- Or, like, not personalities. Like, mm-hmm. wrestling repertoires, I guess, is the word. Where it gels with certain people, but it does not gel with everyone. Which is, it's one of those things that you either learn from doing wrestling or just watching way too much wrestling. Yeah. But some people really only click with certain people. And I think Trish and Lita are just some of those people. I, yeah, they, they just, they get each other. And they just, they they do things well. It was just, it was so fun. I loved that great suplex and then the kip up by Lita spot too. Her ankle popped. I thought her ankle was gonna pop. (laughs) She lands so awkward on that kip up. I was like, girl, why your foot been that way? Like, literally, I was worried for her. (laughs) So great. Um, but yeah, but like really, Joe, just like the counters were so fun, like the satisfaction counter, um, just like knowing each other so well. And I I was disappointed. I kind of wanted to see Trish sell the DDT. I was a little disappointed we didn't get that. Get Kane's gonna lead Yeah, so so Lita hits the twist of fate from behind. Um Trish has her on her shoulders, Lita hops down, and then like she's about to uh win, and then like Kane's just like I'm sorry, trying Lita. Lita And he is wet. Soggy. Like soggy so- as hell. Like fresh out the shower. I don't know what's going on. He, <laughs> he has wet. one of those fans people in Disney World have, like okay little side tangent f you people with those fans because sometimes you don't want to get missed in the face from someone else's fan mister so don't do that in front of other people you don't know what's in there you don't know what's in there could not be water sometimes is this vodka and hair conditioner what that pest (laughs) (laughs) so so Kate's like like Lita and Lita gets distracted because ew (laughs) she's probably wondering why Kane is so wet like she's like insert soaking wet by Steve Grand here (laughs) and Trish rolls her up from behind uses the ropes for leverage and wins Lita's all pissed she's like bitch (laughs) 
<laughs> um, and Kate's on the Tron. Lita, did I distract you? I mean, I didn't mean to. I don't want to cause you harm. I just want an answer. Yes or no. I want the answer. Tonight. And I want your answer. Tonight. About what? I hate it. I, it's so gross. I and Lita, hate it. Lita's like, what? And we're like, what is he asking her to do? Why? Okay. So we're going to talk about the next segment in a second. But do you know who's just driving me absolutely crazy this entire time? And it's no secret, because y'all already know who I'm going to say. Jerry the King fucking Lawler. Oh, my God. Driving me up a wall with this Kane and Lita stuff. Because, like, everything he says is, like, what I would expect him to say. Mm -hmm. And it is so creepy and so bad. Because he's like... You know, when I saw Kane like kissing Lita, I I think she liked it a little bit. I don't think he was forcing himself on her. And I'm just like, stop. This is inappropriate. Like, yeah, like, like he's like, she liked it. Like, no, she did not. Yeah. And he's like, I don't think it was as, what was the word, as um, forced as I thought, as people think it's to believe. I'm like, what the fuck are you saying? Like, mm-hmm. ew. Ew, ew, ew. Mm-hmm. Don't like him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we hate it. I hate it. Still hate it. I, I watched it when I was a kid. Now I'm watching it again and I'm hating it all over again. And I feel I feel a bit re-traumatized, not gonna lie. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then <laughs> all right. So anyway, so we cut to Matt Hardy, I guess, confronted Kane in the ring, and now he's getting strangled with a chair. We love it. Um, <laughs> his, like, head is, like, in it. I've done this to my brother. It doesn't hurt that bad. So. <laughs> well, it can. <laughs> We're like, let's see what happens. Yeah. <laughs> so... Okay. So, um, you know what's bothering me a lot is we get Lita who runs down to, like, make the save, right? Because mm-hmm. Kane's going to crush Matt's neck with the chair. Stop! <laughs> Stop! That's enough! That's enough! Stop! Please! <laughs> Literally that. But what's such bullshit to me is in every other scenario where a wrestler is attacking another wrestler outside of a match, there's, like, 12 referees. Like, they have a helicopter coming in. They've got, like, Paw Patrol running to the ring. Like, they are trying to stop it. But everyone's just like, Lita, Lita, you know how you you never (laughs) come to anyone's rescue? Now's your turn. Now's your turn, Lita. Get out there. Get out there. Not one referee, not one random person in a suit. No Lillian, no one. (laughs) No one. Oh, it bothers me. (laughs) No BB, nobody's out there. Not BB. Boom, boom, boom. Speaking of which, do you know who I was on a card with this Saturday? BB? Not, I guess, I don't know who BB actually is. I don't remember which Barbara Bush? From nineteen ninety nine, her name was. She was the EMT with the big boobs, and like she was in the evening gown pole match. Oh, man. and the and the well, Miss Rumble was, bikini was not her, but okay. it was Bobcat. Stop! That's actually amazing. Yeah, um, the first woman to ever win the Hardcore Championship. Mm-hmm. Legend. Legend. 
Yep, was on a show with her. She was actually, she Teddy longed me this weekend. She put you in a tag team match player? She, yeah, she did <laughs> player. Was she like the GM of the show? I think so. I'm not sure. <laughs> it's indie wrestling. Does she like market herself as like first hardcore champion for girls? Or like, she no, should. She's just, she's just Bobcat. Um, okay, cool. We're yeah. into it. Yeah. Cool, cool. <laughs> tag team match player. So, <laughs> so, um, so Lita's running out. It's go! Snap! Kane! Bye, Kane! The answer's yes! The answer's yes! <laughs> yes! <laughs> like, so, like, Kane takes his little foot. <laughs> First of all, the way Kane takes his foot off, this did not look sadistic at all. It's like he was getting a pedicure. He's like, <laughs> like <laughs> he was getting a patty. <laughs> like, what if, like, Matt Hardy's, like, filing some toenails? Like, you know, just getting your little Matty pet. <laughs> Matty pet. <laughs> so, so, um, Kane, like, pulls Lita up from behind and, like, prom poses her and, like, hugs her. And she's, like, such a good face, though. Like, she she's acting. acting. She went to acting classes. Yeah, like she's giving us looks, she's giving us face, like, and Kane is dry. He is dry. He he found a towel. Oh, maybe it's a little towel he wears. <laughs> it's a shamwow. It is a shamwow. <laughs> so he is like he's like prom posing her from behind and leaves, and she's like, "Get him help!" None of you yeah. did before, like, and that, yeah. and like, yeah. Because no one went to get help beforehand. Like, yeah. I am so bothered by it. Like, I don't it's know why I'm so bothered so... by that, but I No, I, I, I get what you're saying. Lita should not have be Like, what are, what, why is Lita the one to have to pull Kane off? Like, here's the thing. I'm also tired of this narrative that Kane is so demonic and unstoppable that everyone's afraid to do anything. Like... We like this we've been doing this for two years at this point. But like we, we were doing this like two years ago with Terry Kane. Kane, Kane, in here, Kane, like, not, like, what, he's just not, like, no, like, I'm just, it's weird, so, like, now Lita has said yes to whatever Kane asked of her, who, it's not a secret, it's gross, yeah. It's it's so weird. It it's so weird though too because like the thing is Kane's actually had like a lot of storylines with female counterparts if you think about it. I actually was here for Tori and Kane. Mm -hmm. I loved Tori with one R when she was with Kane. Um I really didn't watch it. Like oh I don't my God. I, you should actually go back. I feel like you need to go back and watch like some Well, you've seen Tori with like X-Pac and stuff, right? A little bit. I don't. Oh, I watch you got to go back. Here's the thing. You'll love Tori. You really will. Um, because like if you just know her from like her Sable feud and like the Ivory feud, she's so much better than that stuff. Because when she was a manager, I actually think she did her best work because she could talk. Like, and she's like, she's one of those two who's like underrated at putting in like everything into her roles. Like, even when like I loved when like Kane would do his like pose in the ring, she would like grab his hips and like throw her hair back. Like when oh. the pyro went off, it was like this is hot. Like, like literally. Like and like she would be his like mouthpiece because like he was now always foxy. So like it was like 
but like when she was with X-Pac too, she was great. I loved her when she was a heel. She was funny. Like her backstage segments were like actually really good. She had an iconic coffee segment too. Like so. everyone gets a coffee segment. So yeah, you're going to, I would love you to go back and watch some Tory stuff. I really think you'd be a big fan. Um, okay. But she's great. Love her. But he had the Tory feud. He was with China for a little bit um, when China was in the corporation. Okay. You know, like, Kana's had these storylines with the women. Like... Yes, AJ Lee. AJ, I forgot about AJ Lee. Yeah. AJ Lee. He's got this one with Lita. Like, it's just... It's wild that, like... And we don't like Kane here, but it's weird that he has been in so many female storylines. I really... It's just... I think the reason I don't like this story as much as I don't like... Well, because it, it involves the r word and that's gross it involves the r word but also it bothers me that they picked the one woman who should have been like the face of this division and just like why to be honest i feel like they could have accomplished the same thing and i hate to say it because she's had too many of these feuds at this point but they could have done this with Stacy if they really wanted to do this feud with yeah. like with like Test being her like savior or whatever. Even though that still wouldn't make sense. But like Matt Hardy didn't make sense coming back to lead his age to into because they already broke up. Like, yeah. but like they could have done this whole thing again. Like, or with like a random male with like Stacy because like it's Stacy. Like, yeah. like this should have been scrapped like all together. Yeah, like, absolutely. Been- but also with all the stuff going on right now in WWE, like currently, this makes a lot of sense that this is a storyline that was written by Vince McMahon. Hmm. Hmm. I part of me, and I really hope this isn't the case, but like I really hope this isn't like a punishment for Lita. Because there was, like, just knowing what about a lot of these allegations that are coming out and, like, women were de-pushed or put into situations. I really hope she wasn't, like, put in a situation that was uncomfortable for her and, like, said no and was forced to be in this story. I mean, she's said it time and time again. There's been a lot of times where she pushed and pushed and pushed and got told, no, this is what we're doing. Like, her retirement match, her live sex celebration angle... Like, and they kept doing it to her. So I don't doubt that. I, I don't I don't doubt it either. And, like, also, that sucks. This is the same person who gave his daughter a promo, what, like, eight years ago? That resurfaced. Did you see? Uh, well, <laughs> not the, the, the one we talked about on here about, like, when she was like, yeah, I did it, Dad! Yeah. I, like, I was like, I'm glad this is coming up again. Because, like... that's telling... Exactly. The one part about this podcast that is disturbing for us is like things like this storyline, things like that Stephanie angle. And like, I'm sure more of that will come up of like the women being in these situations that are just so uncomfortable and and like just gross. And like seeing more of this stuff that's coming out now, like it's even more disturbing to know like this is the environment that was being fostered. Mm-hmm. Um, at WWE, so yeah, we don't like it. Um, we don't, like, we don't stand. Yeah, um, we don't stand. But mm-hmm. let's go over to SmackDown. 
Smackdown, Smackdown. We have like, a minute and a half of action to cover. We, I know, we stretched out Raw as much as we, we could. We stretched like, as much as we could. I'm like, I was like, what can we talk about? Like, Lita has ten fingers. Monkey flip. A monkey flip. Oh, we didn't mention monkey flip. There was a monkey flip in the match. We it got a monkey a flip, flip moment. Um, but SmackDown. Despite Tori and Dawn having this match at Judgment Day where Tori could have gotten fired, there is no Tori Wilson, no Dawn Marie. Where is Sable? Like, as far away from Vince McMahon as possible is where Sable is. Starting to get locked away. Um, but Miss Jackie is on, so at least thank God for Jackie managing them right now. Thank God for Jackie being on SmackDown. This outfit I loved. Yeah, this was it. great. We, I cannot say this enough. I'm really loving all of these gears. This is really, I can, I think SmackDown is really what, because I, I feel like Jackie's kind of an underrated, like, hidden icon. Does that make sense? Mm. Mm. Like, I I feel like she has a stand following, like, from Does SmackDown, all, from SmackDown only. I do. I really do. Okay. I think, because, like, I've seen her pop up and, like, people, like, whenever we post things about her, people are like, oh, my God, I loved her like and stuff like that so i do think she has like a quiet stand following like not the loudest group like it's not like she's really known for her wrestling but i think she's known for quite the opposite when it comes (laughs) but i think her looks like primarily smackdown because we're often we were not getting shit (laughs) i mean no we were getting shit But these looks are great, and I love this zebra print outfit. It's just so good. Her hair looks great. She looks awesome. I um, love and the I, tassels. Yeah, the tassels on the titties. <laughs> little titty tassels. And I love that they switched up the pose this week, so it looked like she was about to take the riptide on the runway. <laughs> 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 I was like, I was like, I was like, I, I mean, this isn't really sexy, but sure. Also, another one. I okay, so. I loved Rico's pants too, with like the little aspect. Yeah, told you he had good outfits. He like, does have some good outfits. There, that outfit's a very Joey outfit. That's something. Yeah, that rock. I really think you should like get a pair of pants. Like, I'm not even serious. Like, dead ass. A pair of pants with like mesh butt. Yeah, I mean, maybe it just because like, meant- like the way he has them, it's like they were the pockets were mesh. Yeah, it looks really cute. Like, if I can find them, cool. If I can make them, even better. But, yeah. like, it's expensive. Sure. Sure. Yeah. All right. Those of you well-versed in mesh ass, contact Joey. Please <laughs> do. You know, uh, so speaking of, like, Rico and stuff, I watched the um, Ring the Bell mm-hmm. interview with uh, Sunny Kiss. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, I watched that, and it was very, like entertaining to see how they compared like the differences to you know what people want gay wrestlers to be and like i love that little discussion that she had with him about like gimmicks and like everyone saying this is what they think a gay wrestler should be because it really spoke to me because as soon as that was said like some graphics popped up and one of them was rico and like recently i had people commenting on stuff about me that was like oh you're the next adrian adonis and i was like no, that's what they were going for with Rico. Yeah, and I'm like, no, I'm the first Joey Mayberry, and I'm like, you can always draw similarities when it comes to queer characters, 
but there's so much difference when this is someone just doing something they enjoy because that's who they are versus right. someone putting on a character. Right. I found that to be a very interesting discussion, but I'm not going to ever diss Rico. I like Rico. A no, no, no. Yeah, Rico's great. Um, And I do think, like, with your character, too, like, just knowing you as a person, it's such a reflection of you just, like, amped up, you know? <laughs> like, but, like, not even, like, that amped up because that's, like, how you dress. Like, <laughs> like, it is. like it's I, you. I'm kind of flirty, kind of slutty, kind of talky. Yeah. That's just who I am. And my favorite was someone told me once, and I won't mention who they are, but they are a well-known gay wrestler that is out there. Mm. And they were like, sometimes I feel like you're being a bit of a stereotype. And I'm like, maybe I'm just gay and stereotypes exist for a reason. Like, yeah. hey, that's it. Like, I just, I do what I like. This is me. Uh, 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 <laughs> I love it. Um, yeah, so uh, Charlie does that thing again where he's like, oh, do I want to go down the ramp? Why is he so afraid to go down the ramp or the run the runway? Why is they he make so... me gay? <laughs> I do. <coughs> I just thought this... never mind. I'll just go around with my little gay goatee. <sighs> oh my god! If that is not in your little preview, I was just going oh, gay. <laughs> like I'm sorry, the goatee is gay. I on the ramp. that is a gift. For for everything so when you gay you gay so i don't know is it the bleach bond part in the middle i don't know you look like you're in sync you might be gay so <laughs> it's gonna be gay <laughs> and you literally have ass written on your back so he does ass. on his back <laughs> so i don't know us. why it's it's still baffling to me why he doesn't want to do it, but like, I guess, I guess he just he don't want to be the homosexual. Yeah, and I think he's like with Jackie at this time also because he like have you noticed he does like a little kiss to her belly. Yeah, he like, does when he gets in the ring, like it's like she should put a skittle in her belly. <laughs> like, Taste the rainbow. Like <laughs> I was eating. That got me like a bunch of candy for Valentine's Day, and I was like putting each one in my belly button before I ate. <laughs> Like, and it just turned into, like, an OCD thing I was doing for, like, a half hour. He's like, what's wrong with you? I was like, they want to go there first. <laughs> <laughs> I made me so, feel like a troll doll. I wish I got video of it, because, like, you know, Marcos and I are those, that couple that just, like, videos themselves doing everything. I love it, yeah. So, like, legit, we were, I got in this little chocolate dragon. Uh -huh. Like real cute, and it's holding a um, little heart. Says you are magical. He's like a little dragon. He's like, he's like playing with it. Like he's like, oh, he's so cute, chocolate dragon. And just like random, like, and like bit his head off. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! And I wish I got it on video. It was so funny. Oh my god! I love it. I love him. <laughs> so great. Um. All right. Yeah. So this man, Jackie doesn't do anything. I hate her as a face. Um. I know. I had a discussion about face managers this week because I'm a face in a lot of promotions and I have mm -hmm. a manager. And they were like, what's the point of a face manager? I'm like, they kind of are there. Use them to get you into trouble. Yeah. Like, yeah, like a face manager is kind of like having a Daphne. Mm. In my opinion. Like, oh no, something happened to the manager. Why are they out here? It's kind of like, yeah, that's what foils you. Right, I think right. I should refer to that more. I, I agree. Like they should like be like, oh no, Jackie fell. Jackie's tit is out. 
Yeah, Stacy was really good at that. She was she, master of it. Ma yeah, like she gets hit with a chair, or like you know she fell off the apron, or they're pulling her hair, or she's getting her butt grabbed, or whatever. But yeah. bit like. Yeah, like Jackie's just there. Like, so anyway, but yeah, so um Charlie Haas hits a suplex on Nunzio, his team wins. Um love that after the match was over, Nunzio just stayed with his ankles above his head, like just yeah. in the middle of the ring. <laughs> that was funny. It's funny. <laughs> but also, remember when we were talking about like Don Marie possibly being a part of the FBI? How fun was that again? Jackie and Dawn both at ringside. Oh, it would be great. I mean, we do get, we do get, we're going to get that. Not with the FBI, but that would have been so fun. Because Dawn and Jackie do have a little feud coming up in the fall that we're going to get to cover. Ooh. Um, over Charlie. And there's a really fun tag match with the Dudleys and Dawn versus Charlie Haas, Rico, and Jackie. Which I'm excited to talk about. Um, But yeah, we get like a, a little mini feud. So Dawn gets a little feud with Jackie. Matches aren't great, but... <laughs> It's a, but it's it's a feud, and I think it, they're gonna give us what we want. It's so. something. We'll take. I mean, some. it's a feud without Tori, so I'm here with it. Yeah, like which is every SmackDown feud has pretty much been like besides Stephanie and Sable, which I think delivered the most. Um, personally, just because that Skybox fight is my favorite. Thing <laughs> you, want you want the food? You want the food? You want the food? Has been my favorite thing we've done on this show. Like seriously. <laughs> still my favorite thing we've done on this show um but uh the uh we're gonna get into little jackie but yeah but for now we're just kind of floating through jackie managing we're giving us looks and yeah and that is all the women this week no one's on heat no one's on velocity but yeah but Maybe somebody was on WWE Confidential. We don't know. We don't know. We don't know. We can't find them. Uh, uh, but um, I think, I think, I think, I wish we could because I think Rue de Bona is the host. So I think, I think that's what they had her doing. Which, I thought it was Terry. It was, but Terry's fired at this point, sadly. No, Terry. Yeah. So Rue de Boner is uh, there. I always thought Rue de Boner came from the Diva Search at first. But oh, you know what? She might have, because they had like a 2003 Diva Search that wasn't televised. Yeah. And some girl with like a lot of moles won. But <laughs> I don't think they ever did anything with her. It's, okay. I just remember seeing her photos. Money, money, money. And I was like, lots of moles. <laughs> lots of moles. But. I want to say next week the Diva Search is announced. So that means oh. we are right around the court. I'm so, I'm so excited. I cannot if even begin do our to own talk. episode on just the Diva. Like it'd be an hour. That's going to be a long one. I can't listen. These segments, I like, I, Joey, I can't even tell you how excited I am. I have like days where like I just like think of like little things like that pop up. I'm like, oh my God, I thought that was so funny. Like that I'm tearing apart Eric Bischoff's office and Christy Hemi just coming up to the camera. <laughs> <laughs> like there's just so many things i'm just so excited for our episodes are gonna get longer content it's gonna be amazing i'm trash so, trash this is gonna be the trash you guys have been waiting for if you if you come to this for trash yeah um all right, uh, well, let's get into figure this. Figure this, 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 this. Uh, Joey, any great gets this week? Yes, I have a figure that is a fit Ooh. that I've gotten. 
and it might have entered at least, if not top five, top ten of my favorite figures. Okay. Uh, I got the new Sensational Sherry. Oh, oh my God, that's a lot. She's so gorgeous. She's so good. These sleeves with the heart cutouts. Oh my God. The heart cutouts go down the legs. Each heart has a little tassel inside of it. And then, of course, the heart cutout on the front. But then, heart cutout on the back. Oh my god, this beat the shit out of the Jets one. <laughs> I know. And then look at these shoes. Oh, she's so great. Cute. And then, literally, the face paint. She's perfect. Oh my she's god. so good. Like, this, like, this is such a good figure. That's really, really well done. That's I awesome. love this one. Like, I've very rarely taken a figure out of... Well, I'm going to take this out of the box because I ordered it off of um, Maxwell's Figures or something like that. Okay. Um, they're on Instagram. They get, like, crates and boxes of figures, and then they put them up on Whatnot, which... Oh, okay. I love Whatnot. Um, anyone who's listening, if you don't know what Whatnot is... It's basically like a fig uh, toy eBay kind of thing where also people can go live and do live bidding, like auctions. Oh, shit. Okay, that's funny. Yeah. So if you are interested in something like that, they have a ton of different wrestling figure um, sellers. Please DM me. I can send you an invite code and we both get $100 on whatnot if you join with my code. So that's just like free stuff like so do if you it. Want coin, please message me i'll send you free stuff do it yes i love it that's a really great get. it's a really great get and i love this figure seller because they will just be like oh okay we got it here's have it for 15 bucks i'm like cool thank you we love it we love it oh my god that's perfect <laughs> oh. especially um, considering that wwe elites are now 30 bucks i'm sorry yeah have you not seen that? No. Yeah, WWE elites at Target are now twenty seven forty nine before tax. That's like actually insane. That's insane. Nuts. Like, can you remember, remember when like figures were ten dollars or like basics were like seven? I remember. I remember when they were like that cheap. I remember back in the day, like getting Jack's figures for five dollars at Toys R Us. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I, I used to think KB Toys was expensive for charging like eight dollars. Yeah. Like, Remember two packs were like twelve? Oh my god! Yeah, and that was expensive. Now, like basics are twelve. Oh my god, that is nuts to me. Oh my it's god! Like, but like when I saw it, because I didn't know that they had risen in price until yeah. probably like a week and a half ago. Because I found the new EO Shirai, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, I want the new EO. So um, I was like, How much does this Target charge? And I scanned it, and it was like twenty seven forty nine. And I was like, Um. No. <laughs> Hell to the na na na. I'm like, I will find a loose one somewhere that's cheaper than this, but I'm not paying $27 for a big Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Hell to the na na. Ooh, hit this. Um, uh, well, speaking of, so, oh, I was going to, this is my giving segue. So, how do people even have big feds now with like big, crazy expensive figures? It probably has two people, but our student. So, <laughs> Joey, um, so I wanted to talk on this week's figure this. What was the craziest figure fed storyline you had? The craziest figure. Or one fed. that you can even remember. 
I had quite a few that were fun. I had a lot of like crazy diva camp storylines. Oh yeah, same. the like stuff that would lead into like getting thrown into a pool or getting thrown into slime. But I think my favorite one involved um, not the divas, but you know the crazy Matt Hardy that I have. Yes, that, love them. That was a fun storyline because like, how does that Matt Hardy end up turning into? I think his name was Mordecai. <laughs> I think um but literally he got like possessed by the undertaker and then like tossed into the underworld <laughs> <laughs> and like came up and now he's completely red bodied with markings and <laughs> I think my favorite thing about him was for some reason I took like a red <laughs> hair tie and just wrapped it around his neck like a bunch of times <laughs> <laughs> and that's evil. <laughs> I love it. Um, for me, I have two that I really want to okay. share that were good. So, Hardcore Holly and Rikishi had a big feud where Hardcore Holly thought Rikishi was so fat and so gross. <laughs> like, and I think this was inspired because there was an episode of like Tough Enough where Hardcore Holly refused to eat a cheeseburger or something. Okay. <laughs> Uh, like he was like calling Rikishi fatty, <laughs> like and like Rikishi and him had a match at SummerSlam where the loser, if Hardcore Holly won, Rikishi had to lose fifty pounds. <laughs> if Hardcore Holly, Rikishi won, Rikishi Hardcore Holly had to gain fifty pounds of fat. <laughs> Very healthy. <laughs> That's terrifying. I Rikishi won, that. and I put like silly putty on Hardcore Holly's body. So Look fat. <laughs> I love that. It's like some that, reverse Piggy James. Yeah. <laughs> and then I had a storyline. <laughs> this one's really fucked up. So Molly Holly was tricking Tori Wilson into being friends for some reason. Okay. And <laughs> this is like when I was like younger. And I had no idea like what this stuff like actually was or like what effects it would have on your body. So <laughs> they took um so she took Tori to the mall and they bought like Auntie Anne's pretzels and lemonades and Molly put ecstasy in Tori's <laughs> okay so Tori was drugged out and like going whoa what's going on and Molly beat the shit out of her at the dressing room at the gap <laughs> and then they had a match at the paper <laughs> Not them having a fight at Vengeance. Not him. <laughs> and Tori was like, you drugged me. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. I love uh, that. I love finger pets. <laughs> I love no just being able to have... I feel like people don't have figure feds anymore, like, at least, like, kids, because everyone's so no. stuck on playing the video game. Well, that's what I was going to say. I was like, they probably just have, like, video game feds, like, in storyline mode, and there's, like, oh, it's probably so lame. When we used the video games for our Trons. I know. Like, that was their only purpose. Imagination. The only time I used the video games was I would do computer versus computer, like, for my pay-per-views, so that way... It was fair because I wasn't picking the people I wanted to win to win. So it made things a little bit more unpredictable. And I had to think on my toes about how the storylines were going to continue. You can tell you a weird thing I used to do with my figures. And, okay. 
So I used to have this like random four wheeler ATV game that is like racing or something that like I think one of my uncles or something bought me and I liked it, but they had like girl ATV players too. Uh-huh. And some of them were cool. There were, I remember there was one girl that she had like um, a leather blue jean vest on, like a crop top and like her biker helmet. Like you never saw that was their- me. But like she see, she was pretty cool. Yeah. Like there were certain times I would just have like my figures out and I would pretend like they were the people in the like video <laughs> game. And I'd be like, okay, I'm gonna complete the obstacle course in like 30 seconds. But oh no, Trish was better. <laughs> did you ever did you really take your toys out to like watch their matches on TV? <laughs> like oh, I still do that. You're doing so good. <laughs> Never like that. But no, like if you go, if you follow Toy Dork or any of my toy stuff, like there's definitely times I'm just like, oh, the Judgment Day. I'll take like a picture of like the um, Rhea Ripley figure, like sitting. <laughs> I, I love for a it. lot of my stuff. Like there's um, pictures of my Power Rangers lined up for the most recent Netflix special that came out. That like in front of the TV. Uh huh. Yeah, I'll do I that. Love it. I love kind of stuff like that. Um, I do also have a very important life update that you all appreciate. Um, I started a new bedtime ritual. Okay. Um, I'm watching That's a Raven every night. Yay! And, and I'm getting a lot less sleep because I just want to stay up and watch it because I'm laughing out loud so much, Joey. This has been the most refreshing thing. And I thank I you so much for telling me about that. the whole episode yet. Which one? The one where they have like the... Um fight over like doing a musical or something it's like raven and chelsea and she's like i am a sad little tree in pain because was... i'm dying from acid rain <laughs> <laughs> i need to go back because here's the thing so like, i'm on like season two i need to like actually like sit down and watch watch because the thing is i'll watch like one episode and fall asleep um so i've seen the one where she like the, i think it was like the very first episode where she dresses up as her mom but it's like not her mom yeah and, like they have like the music like my body is very sexy <laughs> like, like, she got the big buttons up um i saw the one where they turn into cows on halloween oh um, yeah uh what else did I, oh the, the one i with they go to the movies and like raven's going between the movie with her mom and, and like the boy. The, the boy yeah um i'm trying to remember but uh there was one I think it was the girl from Cheetah Girls is the bitch. Yeah, Adrian. Yeah, Bell. yeah. Um, and she they were talking about a play, so it might have been that episode. I don't know, but I fell asleep last night. Maybe. But, um, I do love the movie theater episodes. Like, I think you need another soda. Yeah. <laughs> like it is like honestly, legitimately one of the funniest shows. Doug is like, do not watch this on the plane. I was like, I will. He's like, you have a very loud laugh and people will notice you're laughing at this. And I was like, well, they can gaze into the future. <laughs> yeah. Go right. <laughs> Don't you laugh at my laugh, you nasties. <laughs> I I love it. It is my new favorite thing. I'm like, wait, oh my God, the episode where her dad gets fired and she dresses up as, um, Oh, lasagna. Oh, yeah! <laughs> it's Victor she... left. <laughs> no good. <laughs> she's, oh, she's so funny. Oh. Well, Joey, where can people find you? You can find me absolutely everywhere. Just search Joey Mayberry on whatever social media you're on. You'll find me. You'll find a link tree. Click that link tree. 
because it's going to have all of my stuff, including my brand new merch. You can get my Not Like Most Gays shirt. It's on sale. I now. saw the pic. It's so good. Mm-hmm. It's so good. I'm proud of you. Thank you. Not Like Most Gays. Um, you guys can follow me at Jake. Not wait, is it? No, it's Jake isn't Jacob. Um, <laughs> Instagram and Twitter. Um, and you can please follow our show, uh, Golden Era underscore Pod, on Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. Um, uh, leave us a review, five stars is the best. Helps us move up in those power rankings. Uh, oh, excuse me. Oh, I'm burping. That's awkward. Oh, uh, hey, Joey. Anything else? Jesus, Matt, why is he wet? <laughs> well, thank you for watching. And next week, we'll need... Lita!